Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Right, guys, thank you for tuning in once again. This is our third, our third week in a row. That's not bad, is it? Three, three weeks running. That's, that's a quite a commitment from me, right? So every Tuesday, we're trying to make this a thing. We're trying to make this a thing. It's you get to ask me anything, right? What's happened this week? What's happened this weekend in your social, in your dating life? What's that reoccurring issue that keeps popping up? This is your chance to ask me and hopefully I can get those questions addressed for you uh, and answered. Okay. Hi, boss. Uh, who else we got joining on? Hi, Plara Camos. Okay. Right, I'm going to kick things off then. I'm going to pull up the, um, the questions I've been asked this week. And hi, Levy. Hi, Nightwing. Right, so the first question uh, that was asked, well, this was after last week's episode, actually. And um, I don't have the guy who asked it, but I'm a dancer. How do I attract people on the dance floor? Okay. Now, my first advice is this. If you are not a dancer, stay off the dance floor. Stay off the dance floor, okay? If you're not skilled in that area, forget it, yeah? What I will say is this, okay? You're not going to get success by trying to get a cheap grind on some girl on the dance floor, okay? In my experience and what I teach my students is to use the dance floor right, as a place to have fun, okay, women are going to be more attracted to two guys having fun on the dance floor as opposed to, right, the vulture or the hyena trying to pick one off the side or, you know, going for a cheap grind, you know what, you might get that cheap five minute grind and if that really gets you off, go for it, right, but what's going to happen Friend's going to come in, pull her off, and then go, oh, come on, we need to go to the toilet, or we need to get out of here, because, you know, it, this looks a bit uncomfortable. I'm going to sh share with you a story that, that worked pretty well. A friend of mine had been, um, <laughs> you know, it's quite, quite topical right now, but he, he at the time had been watching a few Michael Jackson videos, and he had really... Um, you know, he, he'd learned a few things, right? So we take that to the dance floor. I'm talking, this was when, you know, my youth was, was very young. We'd go onto the dance floor and it weren't about who else is on the dance floor, right? You could see who was on the dance floor in your peripherals. But remember, it's about having fun. So what we did, we stood opposite each other, you know, just feeling the beat. And, you know, he was throwing out a few kicks and some hee-hees and some all this kind of business. And I was, I was mirroring that too. And what we found and what I assumed, and I assumed to be right, that in 10 seconds, there would be girls around us, right? And literally there were girls around us in eight. Remember what I said earlier? 
women are attracted to the guys having fun, not the guys that are going out looking for it, right? So have that in mind. It's about going out to amuse yourself and invite people into it, all right? So that was the first question. I think, um, and I, I've, I've got a friend also that uh, is, is very, he's a very skilled dancer, so skilled that when he hits the dance floor, the, the dancers actually in the club stop to watch this guy. Now, if you're not la that skilled and not equipped like that on the dance floor, then just use my strategy and what I just said there, right? Go out and just have fun, right? Or if you haven't got someone to bounce off of, then, you know, just, just don't use that area. Take a different approach to the evening. Don't think the dance floor is a necessity, is the only route to go to meet someone on a night out, okay? Right. Hi, Angelo. Hi, Sheriff. Randolph. If you're not enjoying it, bugger off. <laughs> for putting that out there, buddy. Um, Norseman. Uh, Murakim. Nermal. Rustio. Uh, I have problems with desire, I guess. Whenever I approach a girl and it's not hot enough, I don't have any desire to talk. And if she is hot, then I go really dumb. Any tips? Great question. Really good question. I love this one. Um, well, the thing is, what, you, what you're doing is, um, I feel that perhaps you're going out with some outcome dependency, right? So you feel that going out is about a, talking to only attractive women, right? No, going out is about going out to be social and meet fun and interesting people. Right? That's the sort of approach you need to be taking. If you're going out only to speak to hot women, then the chances are when a hot woman does come your way, you're going to freeze up. Right? Because you're putting so much value and worth on it. So you, you just need to um, take a different approach. I mean, when I, when I was first sort of looking to get better at this area of my life, I used to go out and I used to do exactly what you're, what you're, what you're putting to me right now. I used to tell my friend, like, right, we're going out, we're going to meet some women tonight, right? With that approach, we never met any women. We never even approached because we were putting so much pressure on ourselves to do so, right? So think of it, like, if you're being social, you've got to see it as a muscle. If you're not using that muscle, it's not going to be there when you actually need it, right? So you may not be attracted to all of the women in in the venue or the arena or wherever you are, right? But that doesn't stop you from taking an interest in that individual, yeah? Because that's attractive. It's not about what you can get from someone, it's what you can give, yeah? And everyone deserves a compliment or, you know, deserves you being curious about them. Everyone has a story. And think about the bigger picture, you know, just because you're not attracted to them, there might be an opportunity for business. There might be an opportunity for your friend. You might understand that, oh, this person right here would be a great fit for my friend, right? So don't just go in there with, like, what can I get from it? You know, it's what can I find out? What can I give? And that will completely expand your world, really, okay? 
Um, but really like that question. Thanks for um, throwing that at me, Rustio. Um, yeah. We got any more coming on here? Uh, Hi, Emma. Hi, Greek Joker. Thanks for jumping back on. Hey, Jay. Hey, hey. Thanks for jumping on, buddy. Hi, Beauty Dimples. Hi, Daniel. Thanks for jumping back on. Can you t say, Kendra, I'm watching you, please? Kendra, I'm watching you, please. There you go. Um, great. So, yeah, no, I really enjoyed that question because I think, like, a lot of people, they do go out there with this idea that they've just got to um, only speak to attractive women. And, you know, this is a state of being, man. Like, this is what I'm sharing with you guys here. What I'm teaching is personable skills. It's not about getting a girl, right? It's about relationships. And you can develop relationships in any shape or form. Right, whether that to be for your romantic life, whether that be for your business, whether that be for socially, right? Hi, good lifestyle media. Hi, George. Hello. Right, so let's throw on to our next question, and I'm really excited to um, talk about this one because we're going to release a video uh, on this, and it's about friendship. Again, you know, we're talking all aspects of relationships here. We're not talking just about how to meet a partner, okay? Now, we might find ourselves in a situation where, you know, you're experiencing loneliness perhaps, or you're experiencing hardship towards making friends, right? That might be a completely new concept for you. It might be something you've always struggled with, you know, for your whole entire life. So, what I want to share with you is um, just some little tips I pulled out this video that we've already recorded. And this is going to be, we're going to drop this pretty soon. Hi, Richard. Thanks for jumping back on. Hi, Philip. So, how can you meet new people, right? How can you meet new people? Let's reverse engineer it. Who are the people you would like to meet? Who are the people that you would like to meet? I'm putting money on the people that you would like to meet are like-minded individuals, right? I did a video on this not so long ago when I'm targeting loneliness and what I brought to the surface was whenever you want to meet like-minded individuals, learning has the answers. Always go back to learning. Always go back to learning. Think about it. Think about the last thing you learned. It put you in a room of people that had the same outcomes. They wanted the same outcomes. They had the same goals, right? The byproduct of that is friendship. And if you can't think when the last time you was in a room of like-minded individuals, there's your answer. That's why you're lonely. So in this video that we're going to drop pretty soon, it, it discusses my friendship between me and my colleague, um, Dale. And we really break it down. We, we really sort of go back to when we first met. And I've known the guy coming on probably two years now. And it was at an event, an event that we obviously both, we hadn't met each other yet, were attracted to, right? It was a networking event in a nice, a nice venue with a bit of music. And what I did, and I, I guess I'm going to call this, I'm going to coin this the eavesdrop icebreaker okay 
and you may have found yourself to, uh, uh, you may have found yourself doing this on occasion but I find myself doing it quite a lot and it's I hear something I hear someone having a conversation over here and I hear someone with a, an opinion on something and I just literally just jump in or I just go oh what are you talking about that's how I segue into conversations with people, right? It's not difficult. It's not difficult. But this is a really good tip if you find yourself being quite shy in social events, right? Just use the art of eavesdropping to break yourself and just segue into a conversation, you know? And that's how I, I, I met this guy. We became um, good friends. I challenged him on his opinion. He listened to mine, challenged, cha challenged myself. And what we worked out, we learned about each other in that moment was, you know, we were authentic. We were legit. There was no brown nosing and pandering to each other. We were two different individuals, two different backgrounds. But the respect came in the form of we were being authentic towards each other. And from that, we stayed in touch, followed up through an email and invited each other out to certain events and just become familiar with each other. And then, you know, we'll call on each other once or twice a week. If you're not doing this, this is very basic social thing. This is a very basic social thing to do, right? Well, I, I'm, I'm always astounded, like when my clients get numbers for, for, of new people, of, um, of, of women, and they're, they're saying they're not calling them. Like, get comfortable calling people. It's social, man. It's social. Why are we not doing that? Right? Thanks, Rich. Thank you. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. <laughs> right. Who else we got? Who's asked the question? Let me scroll through. Dude, I'm like the cool kids with... I'm like the cool kid with very established social cycle and talking with random people is okay, but not when I want to get laid, you know? Well, that's exactly my point. Like, if you go out with the mindset of, I want to get laid tonight, then you're not going to get laid. You're putting too much pressure on yourself. You've got to go out there, pardon me, you want to go out there with the mindset of, I'm going to go out and meet fun and interesting people. Then the mindset and the movement isn't towards, you know, how am I going to get pussy? It's who's interested here? Who can I learn from? And that allows you of your social ability and allows you a foundation to build up. And that's when something will happen, right? Get social, man. Get social. Right. Hi, RSD Lifestyle. Hi, Dubrava. Oh, thank you. Props on my accent. Who else we got? Hi, Ezia. Hey, Dilson. What's up, buddy? Thanks for tuning in. If it's not happening, it's not quite happening on Facebook at the moment. We're still trying to build that audience. But Instagram, we got more of a um, audience over here. But yeah, I'm going to try and make this like an every Tuesday thing, guys. Ask me anything. You know, I nearly just didn't want to do this tonight. I had so much work on. We've got some, a lot of exciting stuff that I'm going to announce soon. And a chance for you to attend an event 
Uh, that's a big announcement. I'm, I, I want to. I want to tell you guys. I want to tell you what it is. But I, I think you guys have a clue because I've been building up to this for a very long time now. But um, I'm not quite going to tell you yet. I'm gonna, maybe next week I might drop what, I'm, what, uh, what I want to allude to. Um, but a reminder, on the 28th of March, that's this Thursday, we've got our interior design talk. You can learn ev everything about interior design and temptation. You know, there's one thing having the chat. There's one thing having the look, the image, being well-groomed, having direction with where you want things to go, but when you get the when you get people back home, are they comfortable? Are they comfortable in that environment? And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about this Thursday at the Library Club in London. Hell, we're not even charging for this, right? We got we got our interior uh, designer, very talented guy, uh, Diego Correa. He will be holding um, a fantastic talk. He's already shown me bits and pieces that he's going to be sharing with you guys. This Thursday, if you're in London or any neighbouring suburb, come down. It's an opportunity to meet myself and a few members of my team uh, and take on board some really like insightful knowledge. Right? Uh, impactful Connection Workshops this weekend as well, this Saturday. All right? This Saturday is your chance to work myself for 12 hours. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Poet, thanks for jumping in. Uh, hi Shatoria, thanks for jumping on. Who else we got? Yeah, great. Hi Jordan. Right, so what else? What, what? Throw me some more questions, guys. It's a shame we haven't got Mo here this 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 week, but he's fallen ill. He told me he had an absolute blast um, last week. I hope you enjoyed him. Uh, we're gonna try and get more people on as well, more members of the team. Um, you know, more interesting characters, just add a bit of flavor. But as I say, take this opportunity right now to ask me something. What do you want to be addressed? What stands in the way right now from getting the thing that you want? What is it? What mindset issues are coming into play? Can you get the girl? Can you attract the girl? But then it's falling apart in the middle somewhere, right? Are you falling into the same pattern of just being, going out, getting numbers, but nothing's happening, nothing's converting? Why is that? Ask me, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you all of the possible reasons as to why that's happening, right? Yeah, what's your insecurities? What do you want knowledge of? Ask me in this domain right now. Hi, right, Diego. Hi Alfonso. Again, I, I feel like I feel like we've got a few people sitting at the back of the classroom tonight. Yeah, just sitting there coasting along, not asking questions. If it's your first time on this, or you've tuned in for another time and you haven't asked a question, ask me a goddamn question. Right? It's your right. Hmm. <laughs> When you speak of aligning values in relationships, could you give any examples? Okay, that's a good question. Well, again, it's subjective, right? Our values are different from each other's. Um, you know, so let's, 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 let's just throw some examples out there of what values are important. So uh, for me, 
someone that is family orientated. They're loving, they're caring, they're affectionate, they're feminine, they're, they're sexual, they're challenging, they're not passive, they're challenging, they're, they're motivated, they're active, they live an active lifestyle, they live a health and a health and uh, not kind of health free, but you know, they're taking care of their area as well. They're health conscious, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, what else? They are, they're social. Yeah, you know, they're, they're so they, they're confident in that area. So those are kind of a few things. I mean, I could go on and on and on. But realistically, no one's going to be everything on your on your wish list. Right. But the idea is that you have uh, you're clued up onto a few things. Right. So. Then it becomes about communicating them. OK. And this is why you never get rejected. You never get rejected if you know what your values are and you know what you want. Think about it. You can only put yourself in a position of being rejected if you're turning up, hoping that you'll be accepted. That's not the dynamic. That's not what's going on here. You're going over to see if, if your values are in line with each other. That's what's happening. Does that make sense, Rich? Yeah. What have you asked, Daniel? Sorry, I missed your question. Hi, Franco. Jumping on. Hey. Nice to have you on, buddy. Oh, no good look, looking at girls at my school. Where do you suggest I meet better looking girls? Well, again, let's reverse engineer it. Let's reverse engineer it. Think about the archetype of the sort of women that you want to meet, right? You think about the, their physique, you think about how they look, how they carry themselves, what they wear. You think about their values, you know, what we just discussed right now, right? And then you start thinking, well, how am I aligning myself with the likelihood of me bumping into people like that? And you think of it holistically, right? You think about how you are commuting to work. You think about where you pick up your coffee. You're thinking about what grocery stores you use. You're thinking about what gym you go to. You're thinking about the sort of places you go out for a drink. Who cares that that swanky bar is four times the, the price than a drink than you would normally pay? You know what? You're not there to get lashed up. The reason why it's priced at that price point is to keep, is to keep the riffraff out. Right? Where do you think your girl's going to be? Is she going to be in the pub with all the riffraff? Or is she going to be somewhere with a bit of taste and a bit of class? Have a think about it. Yeah? You're not paying to get lashed. You're paying for the access. Yeah? Think about that. When I was younger, I, I went to a gym that was like phew, 20, 20 pound a month. Right? All right, that served its purpose for so long. But then my appetite changed. Right? My taste in women changed. And I thought, well, am I going to be beating the sort of women that I want to meet in my life? at this gym? And the answer was certainly not. So I ended up paying four times the amount on my gym membership. I was having a great workout and I was increasing the likelihood of me meeting the sort of women that I wanted to meet, right? I was getting a better return on my money at four times what I was paying than the 20 pound a month. Think about that. Digest that for a second, right? 
<laughs> Witherspoons is out there. Well, no, no. Well, no, but it, it's not out for everyone, right? It's not, I mean, it's completely subjective. It's completely subjective. Hey, Diego. So Diego's the man that's going to be on Thursday, the 28th. Thanks for jumping on, Diego. We're just talking about you. All good things. Don't worry about that. Um, hi, Osman. So those women, so those women, guys, everyone go follow Diego Carrera Interior Design. This is the guy I was just talking about. And while you're at it, DM me and ask me, Johnny, where am I getting this ticket for this event? We're not even charging for it. What's your excuse? If you've got, an, if your excuse is travel, Jesus, I'll pay for your train fare. Just get down there. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Lena. Nice to have you on. Um, so those women you met, they were at the gym. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I said, you know. But I'm saying you've just got to be more mindful of where you're spending your time. Right? There are male and female dating strategies right? And a lot of it is about positioning. Okay, <laughs> what is Witherspoons? Well, that, that, Daniel, you don't, need to, you don't need to worry about knowing what Witherspoons is, okay? <laughs> you don't, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna, nothing's gonna happen there, all right? <laughs> but yeah, look, my, my principle is this, you've got to go out and you've got to get a good return on your time, right? I was actually on a radio interview earlier on and the interviewer was asking me about, you know, tips on how people can approach in pubs. I said, hang on a minute. Like, why are we in a pub? Like, what's the, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some really nice pubs around, you know, some nice traditional places. And I, I would argue that pubs actually look a great little um, place to go on a date. You know, I think they're inexpensive. I think, um, yeah, you can get some really nice places um, around London or in the suburbs, you know, in the villages. Um, but look, don't kid yourself. If, if, if you've been going to the same place week in, week out, and you still haven't met the person of your dreams, then it's time to switch it up, man. Well, you know, just, just stop wasting your time. You're not getting a good return on your time. Think about, of the, think about the archetype of the person that you would like to meet. And then think about your positioning. Okay? Think about your positioning. And don't just make it about that. Right? Hopefully these environments will provide something that you enjoy. And the byproduct of being in this environment and doing that something that you enjoy will be meeting someone great. Right? So think about it holistically. Daniel, but what would you do if you spent that much money, but then later on those good-looking girls that you met didn't come back to the gym anymore? What would you do? Well, I <laughs> it's not just about meeting the, 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 the women, you know, but um, you're in an environment with attractive women. Why would they not be going to the gym? I mean, I'm going to a gym here where I live and is an endless supply of attractive women. They're just there, you know? Yes, some, some women drop on, uh, drop off the radar, but 
you know, if I was looking, like actively looking, I would just use my eavesdrop icebreaker that I shared with you guys earlier, you know, like it would be very effortless. It's about being in the environments where the possibilities are just there, you know? Women are going to come and go, but you've got to put yourself inside a machine where it's just a conveyor belt of opportunity. You know, if you live in a city, you're blessed. You really are blessed. But somewhere like in more of a suburban town or somewhere of a smaller population, you can't mess around. If you see someone, you've got to take action. You've got to make a move, right? That might be like the one person that you find attractive that, that you see that whole entire month, right? There's no time for procrastination. You've got to get your point across. Like if they change your gym. Oh, come on, man. You're just a naysayer. Like, it's, <laughs> you just got to take action, buddy. You know? Use that as your motivator. Use that as your motivator. Right? I've got to take action now in case they go to another gym. <laughs> in case they leave. Do it. Whatever. Uh, Richard, where do you meet cool people? I feel I'm surrounded by losers at work, etc. Uh, well, that's a great question. I think that kind of ties into what we opened up this uh, stream with earlier. Uh, hi, SJP. Uh, hi, Oscar. Sorry. Um, I, I, I think that, again, like, what, what do you enjoy? Go back to what you enjoy, right? Don't, like, work isn't you. Work is just something that you do, right? Like, believe me, I've, I've come from, before I was doing this, I've been doing this for a long time, but I was working in, you know, I, I, I was working in industry. Like, I was working in, the, like, the welding industry, right? People were moody. They're angry because all the metal fibers in the air is getting into their bloodstream and it's agitating. That's a real thing. That exists. That's a real thing that is in the engineering world. These aren't people that you would rock with, Right? You go in to see them, they don't, they don't even want to talk. For no apparent reason, they're just angry. So, you can't make like your work life you, you know? Like, if, 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 it, if, it's, if it's not satisfying you, on the, from, is the, if the culture of it isn't satisfying you and, and you can't cross it over into your social life, then find some culture outside of it that you can enjoy, right? Might be a sports club. Might be, I don't know. I mean, there's many, many activities and, and stuff that you could um, look into. I'm sure we've, you know, we've mentioned a few, like the networking um, events. That they're, they're thriving. They exist, right? And especially the online communities now. You know, you've got platform, platforms. Like, again, I feel like I've mentioned this a few times. Like Meetup, Funzing, Facebook events. These are all great platforms to try and, try and experience something new. Right? Be open-minded. Okay? But think, we've all had that something that we enjoy. I was thinking about it recently. I was thinking like skiing. I used to, I love skiing. I'm no good at it, but I love it. If I go back to something that I love, I'm going to meet people that I get on with. Have a think about it. Okay? Hi, uh, SJB. Thanks for jumping on. You asked some great um, questions every week. Yeah, me too. I love I love sharing with you. Uh, sharing you guys with all this stuff. Is my weight stopping me from attracting gorgeous women if I approach them with confidence? Great question, Hank. I think I think this is um you could definitely make impact with anyone, you know, no matter what 
sorry, God, T is repeating on me. You can make impact with anyone, no matter what shape, size, color, whatever you are, right? Um, but at the end of the day, I think that, and I was having this conversation with a friend of mine at the weekend, he's like, Johnny, I need help, I need help. I said, like, well, look, I'm, I can help you, you know I can help you. We can go through a transformation, but it all, it's all gotta start with your diet and your lifestyle. Because it's not just about your appearance, it's about how you feel inside, you know? Because you transmit how you feel inside, right? And as well, like, it can't be a double standard. If we're talking about you want like a gorgeous woman, well then make yourself a gorgeous man, <laughs> you know? It's a lot of people go, oh, it's all right for you because you're, you're good looking or you're this, you're that. We can all look good. We can all look better, right? And it starts with making an effort in our appearance, not having that double standard. It's sorting out our diet, sorting out our mindset, sorting out uh, a, a really positive habit cycle where we can look in the mirror and feel confident about our body. And women are going to notice that. Women are going to notice that, you know. And you'll be surprised, you know. I, I speak to many women and they don't want the big mus, you know, not, they don't want the big muscular kind of man that men's health is, is selling to us. There are definitely women that do like that. But in general, uh, you know, women don't really find that too attractive, right? There, there is a level where it's too much. So don't think you have to go to the extreme, right? So definitely, I definitely think like, you know, you gotta look at all facets of your, of your lifestyle, you know, don't have that double standard, right? And, and what's great about that is the trajectory that, and, and the path that you'll go on to better your appearance will put you in an environment with more women. So it's a win-win, right? I mean, we, I, if go onto my YouTube channel, if you just type in Johnny Cassell in um, YouTube and testimonials, you'll see a guy called Kiri. Kiri spent seven days with us. If Richard's still on, he knows who I'm talking about. He went through uh, an amazing weight loss transformation prior to coming on the course. And um, Jesus, the guy is incredible. Incredible. I actually took him on the pads down the gym, you know, in the morning when we was doing a seven day program uh, before we got going on things. And um, if you want inspiration, yeah, check out that guy's testimonial on my YouTube channel. Unbelievable. Hi, Bunny Rabbit. Thanks for jumping on. Bunny Rabbit. Love that name. <laughs> SJP. Ryan. Dilson, I know you're on Facebook watching. Get a question over to me, buddy. Johnny, two people texting, conversation comes to an end for whatever reason. How do I, how long do I wait until I send a message? That's a great question. Um, it's a great question. It's got me thinking. I, I, I don't think you always need closure on, on the text messaging, right? You don't need to always have the last say. In actual fact, I think it's better to keep it open, okay? Um, but I suggest, I'm assuming from what you're asking is that um, you're not getting the text back. And again, <laughs> I, I said this earlier, pick up the phone, buddy. Pick up the phone. You know, not in a needy way, like, oh, why didn't you call me? Just out of the blue, like you might be, like, I, I prefer to call people, I, be mindful of office hours, 
and I think a good time to call is around sort of maybe seven, yeah, when someone's just sort of finished work. If you think about, um, if you're like entrepreneurial or a freelancer, you kind of forget about this, right? Because you're kind of like managing your own time, but you've got to really consider how other people use their time in a day. So I think like from like seven onwards is pretty good. Like seven o'clock, people are on their commute home from work and that's a good time. Another good time might be around sort of 10.30. So just shy of what, what time it is now, well, about an hour earlier. Because what are people doing? They're either, you know, list, <laughs> watching feeds like this, surfing the net, you know, that's, they've got time that's available. So give it to, give it, give it a week or something, mate. And just drop them a call around seven and just go, Hey, how's it going? Just wanted to check in. Like it's refreshing. It's refreshing. Remember what I always say, I always say it's about breaking expected patterns. That's how you're going to make uh, impact. Yeah. They've got enough people, you know, we, we've got enough people texting each other. We've got enough pen pal, virtual pen pals, right? It doesn't stimulate us. Yeah, pick up the phone, take some leadership. All right, try it out. Hi, X Guts. Hi, Bushland Tom. Thanks for jumping on. Sozia. Speak on X Goods. X, X Goods says, Speak on escalation, bruv. What do you want to know about escalation? or intimacy, or sex, or what, what, what direction do you want to go in that, bruv? Let me know, what's your, what's your struggle? What's your sticking point? And I'll, uh, I'll drill down on that specific issue you're having with that. Hi Stephen, thanks for jumping on. Papa G. Sing Richard, you're a hero on this feed today. Right, I'll deal, I've, got, I've got a question over on Facebook as well. Right, Dilson, I'm going to come to you in a second. Let me just answer this one. How do you define the abstract term alpha male? The reason I ask is there is so much confusion about it. Well, you know, I, 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 think, I think it's this. I think that whenever, and I've said this to you before, Richard, is whenever you're in doubt about your actions, yeah, just think, what would a high-value guy do in a situation like this, right? And what do I mean by that is basically, what would a guy who is true to himself do right now, you know? And that's not some, um, that, that's not to promote some sort of arrogant action, but it's just to promote an authentic action that's in a line with your values if that makes sense because the moment how you lose attraction sorry let me reword that when you lose respect is what is how you lose attraction so you're likely to lose respect when someone has crossed the line with you crossed the sorry let me let me rephrase has as has kind of crossed your values and you've been passive with that, right? And they know, and they can see you're being passive with that, right? So just ask yourself, if you're ever in doubt, you're in confusion about how you're managing a situation or how do I act, just take a step back and think, hmm, how would a high value guy deal with something like this, right? And then act. Give yourself that thinking space, yeah? 
Hope that's helped, man. Happy to expand on that in, in some more time with you if you're still confused. Hi, Max. Thanks for jumping on. Hi, Rario. Right, one second. Dilson, over on Facebook, says, You've worked on yourself and have gotten good results. You are now confident to approach girls you are attracted to. What do you do to maintain core confidence long term? Great question, Dilson. I think it's counting the wins. Counting the wins because we're all human beings. Wherever what area you've achieved success in, you know, I just happen to know that Dilson is um, uh, a guy I met from the longboarding scene, which turned out to be a great, uh, great hobby that manifested from a few trips in Lithuania. And um, I, I would say, look, if you're looking to compete in a, in a race in longboarding or try out a few new tricks, then you would draw reference to your wins. You would draw reference of those times where you doubted yourself that you were, weren't able to do it, but you did. And you did it time and time again, right? It's the same thing. It's the same behavior. Like you might see an attractive woman, right? And in that moment, your body responds to it like, oh, like, whoa, you know? And geez, one of the cameras is down, right? And, um, you know, it, it's to, I would say to my clients, get a diary, right? Get a diary. And this diary is for counting your wins, write down your successes. And I still know, I still have clients that don't do that. And it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. If you look at like elite athletes, they're counting their wins. They have symbols of success. They have tr like cabinets full of trophies, right? <laughs> We're not going to, I'm not going to give you a trophy every time that you get a beautiful woman in your life. That's ridiculous. But you could at least make note of it that, oh, you know what? I didn't think that that woman res res would respond well to me, but she did. I'm going to write that down. Now, I know it sounds a bit geeky, but you know what? If you're looking to develop confidence in this area, there needs to be symbols of success. There needs to be something you can identify with a win, Right. So that's how I do it. That's how you maintain core confidence because you're going to get times where you are in doubt. And when you're in time, when you're in that moment of doubt, you've got something to draw upon and it says, this is why I'm great. These are the reasons why. Now, look, I don't have some a mammoth list of all of these things. You know, it just, it's, it's gone past that now, you know, that it just, it's there, you know. Repetition of all of, the, all of these behaviors breeds confidence repetition breeds confidence okay think about that whatever you're doing great question really went into one there didn't i <laughs> hey, hank says uh the fact the great question doesn't um do you study the law of attraction no i don't study it i just think that um you know there's certainly a principle that we should all take from uh, what they preach in from from that uh that ethos is that the whole manifestation thing okay now people can get very confused as to what that actually means what you need to do is you need to think about what you want okay think about your what you want some people talk about creating a vision board i think creating a vision board is, is a fantastic idea i've certainly created vision boards in in my life and you know, it's not to be ridiculous. It's not to think, oh, now that I've thought this can happen, then suddenly this can happen. It's, that's ridiculous. It's an exercise that, that makes you more aware 
of opportunity, right? It's an exercise that makes you more aware of opportunity. I always give the example of, you know, when I wanted to own a, a Range Rover, right? When I was younger. And I'd go to the forecourt, like every, every so often, like once or twice a month. And I'd walk around and I'd, I'd start looking at the cars and I'd start looking at the prices. And, you know, I'd work hard, work hard, work hard. And as I'm, every month I'm going back, I see I'm getting closer to how much they were. And I always jump back in the car and I'd drive around and suddenly I see so many Range Rovers on the road. There was not an increase in the amount of Range Rovers on the road. There was an increase of my awareness. Yeah? So that's really how I see what I take from the law of attraction. Right? In this area of my life, when I started seeing small signs of success in the early days, and my friends were kind of like departing and leaving because they were getting long-term girlfriends after what I was teaching them. I stopped to think, okay, what do I want from this? And I started visualizing the sort of woman I wanted in my life. And I started visualizing the lifestyle I wanted. And then I just, it was very important I had that moment because I knew if I just carried on, carried on, carried on, like the path I was going on would breed that, right? So you've really got to understand what lane you're in, right? But stop a second to realize what you want to get out of that lane. Because otherwise what you're going to be just be driving, driving, driving down this path that you're just on right now. And opportunity is going to pass, but you're just not awake to those opportunities. So just take a moment and think about the path you want to go on and what you want to pull out of that path on the journey. Does that make sense? Yes? No? <laughs> I hope so. I think that's a, a great explanation, if I, if I do say so myself. Hey, Andreas, thanks for jumping on. Yankee Carl, thanks for jumping on. Do you believe... XGut says, do you believe that it's all in the state of mind? Um, look, if you're familiar with my work, my mindset is this. You've got to go out and be playful, okay? You've got to go and assume it's on, right? Look, a woman is soon going to tell you, or a man, whoever you are, if you're a man or a woman, they're going to soon show you a sign if it is or it isn't, right? But at least start with, I'm going out to play, you know? I'm going out to be playful, right? So you've got to, you've got to have that mindset. You can't be all stiff and serious. No one wants to be around the stiff and serious guy. No one wants to be around the playful guy. And then you show the other side of the coin when you build rapport and you build comfort. Okay? But I will, I will share this with you. Remove any negative dialogue you have in your mindset because that's just not productive uh, for anyone. Yeah? So, yeah. Study NLP as well. Yeah? Get more acquainted with that sort of stuff. Um, and it will really help you rearrange the, uh, the furniture upstairs so you can walk out the door. Okay. Uh, SJP, about the picking up the phone, that was what I had in mind before. I asked you spot on, mister. Not that I didn't get a text back, but neither party initiated the convo after our last one ended. Doesn't matter. Just call them. Doesn't matter. Right? Don't play the whole tit for tat thing. Oh, you didn't text me, so I didn't text. Forget that. We're not 16. Well, you might be. I don't know. 
<laughs> you know, like take a bit of leadership in it and um, just pick up the phone. Break the pattern. Break the pattern. Hi, Pablo. Thanks for jumping on. Santos, Sunny, welcome back. Reggie man, hey buddy. I feel like guys never have a win-win mentality. They just want the validation of the girl and never give her a good time. I couldn't agree more. You're absolutely right. That's the, definitely a big sticking point that guys have. You know, going out seeking the validation. You know, um, very selfish very selfish it doesn't cost anything to give someone a compliment or make someone feel good right come from that sort of mindset as opposed to there's some sort of transaction that's supposed to happen i mean what sort of mindset's that don't know where that comes from but um you know with all of this there's a lot of unlearning that needs to be had there's a lot of unlearning that needs to be had okay Hi, Ez Raymonds. Hey, Justine. Hey, Christian. Hey, Hez. How you doing, buddy? Hezron McNeish is on. Everyone follow Hezron McNeish. He's uh, one of our social coaches on the team. And a very good friend of mine. He's extraordinary what he does. Very good guy. Follow Hezron McNeish, guys. Um, how do you have so much followers? You know what? Like, I've just been doing this for such a long time. And... Um, you know, it just it just accumulates, it compounds. If you do anything for if you do anything for such time, you'll see results. You know, if I spend so much time doing this as I should be down the gym, then I would have a better physique. But this is my passion. This is what I love. This is where my energy goes. Um, so that's probably why. You know, I teach. I've taught thousands of guys at workshops through one-on-one -on -one training um, over the course of 13 years. This is it's an absolute joy. And it's a, a real pleasure to have people's trust and support to, to follow my work and, and get value from it, even if I never even see them. You know, I, I appreciate that. Um, gives me confidence in what I do, certainly. You know, and um, I'm be reaching out to a lot more of you in a very special way soon. I know I keep teasing on that. I know I keep teasing on that, but um, there's something coming, guys. There's something coming. Hi, Elaine. Hi, Stephen. Give her the fruits of the labor. Hi, Johnny. Hi, Steve. Yep. Hi, Fabio. Hi, Kate. Johnny, what happened to your working relationship with Cozy Neighbor? I'm, <laughs> I'm not talking about that. That's not for. Um, <laughs> I don't want to expand on. Uh, those years of my life thankful for those years but um yeah hi Tavares uh right guys all right well I think I've unless you guys got some last minute dot coms you know, this is your last chance before I uh log off and um get my snooze on but remember like we have a really great Evening planned this Thursday, 28th, with our dear friend Diego Correa, who is a genius, an absolute wizard at his craft, right? And it doesn't cost you anything. Just come. Just come. It's the library on St. Martin's Lane. It starts at 7 o'clock. 
If you're in London or in a neighboring suburb, jump on the bloody train and get yourself down there because the stuff that's going to be shared from myself and Diego is going to change again. I haven't seen anyone talk about the stuff that we're going to be sharing with you. And I want it to be, um, yeah, this to be a milestone in the direction that we're taking our work. You know, we're taking our, this isn't just about meeting women. I want to show you what else it's about. You know, it's about lifestyle. It's about all facets of your lifestyle. You know, I want to transform everything. Your way of thinking, your way of talking, the way you communicate to individuals, your love life, your social life, everything. Right? And that's why we're doing this, this, this talk on Thursday the 28th. Get yourself down there. DM me. DM me and I'll give you the bloody directions. Jesus. Don't give me some excuse like, oh, it's, it's, it costs, it what cost much? Don't give me that. Yeah? Just come. Stop procrastinating. If you want a real kick up the ass, this Saturday, Impactful Connection Workshop, I'll kick you up the ass. I'll get you talking to people. More people in one day than you have done in a whole year. Or your money back. Right? What is your advice on getting clients want to start my own freelance business but don't know where to start? You've got to show value, my friend. You've got to show value. I got into this line of work by helping my friends, my good friends I saw around me that were struggling. And under my wing, they went under like five, six, seven year relationships. That's the confidence I got from the early days. That's the nod I needed to say, this is what you do right? Don't think about the money. Don't think about the money. Think about how many people can you help. The money will come, okay? Pablo, I feel like learning this stuff isn't only for dating. It's more about life and changing the way you see life for the better. Absolutely. 100%. It is. You know? There's, um, we're all a work in progress, you know? And if you want to accelerate in an area of life, find someone that's already accelerated in that direction, right? Accelerate the learning curve for yourself, right? That doesn't have to be so hard. All right, guys, I'm going to log out, all right? I'm, I'm, I hope you've enjoyed Hi Fit Coach. Thanks for jumping on. We're a bit late. Hi, Livor. Um, I, I enjoy these. I, I enjoy spending my time uh, just before I go go to bed and and sharing some stuff with you, um, you know we've done three of these in a row now. I'd like to keep the consistency up with you guys. If you haven't had the chance to ask a question this week, save it for next week, right? Every Tuesday around ten thirty to eleven, you know ten thirty or eleven, I jump on the live. You ask me questions, I answer them. Okay? All right, guys. I'm going to love you. I'm going to leave you. And have a good night. All right. Take care. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.